I suppose like that, it was it definitely just started to gradually creep on when we moved into the house together. I suppose we can, you know, it was more around, obviously, our knowledge of food. I didn't really know how to cook, didn't really know what we were doing. So I would imagine we were getting a lot of takeaways. The one thing that you have to give up is excuses. So don't be that person that I was saying, oh, it's the tablets, oh, it's because of this, because of that. You know, give up the excuses and, and, and take action. Losing weight isn't easy, and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real-life success stories from normal, everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, where today we have another WLW first. We actually have our first couple who are joining us to tell us their success story. It's not one or the other. It's both of them who have lost an amazing amount of weight. They're from Dublin. Rob and Yvonne, welcome to the show. How are you? Good, Carl. Thanks yeah, for having thank us. Thank you. Very good to, to have you on the show and thank you for joining. And like I said, it's, it's the first time we've had a, a couple who have come onto the show to tell us their story. So um, very interested to hear how that's worked between you both. But before we get into that, maybe you could just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, I suppose I'm um, Yvonne, obviously. Thanks for having us. And um, I suppose um, I work in full time at the moment. I've been working there for a long time in the area of disability. So I work with the HSE um, in Dublin and um, married to Rob. Um, we're together tw- nearly 23 years. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, we have two boys, um, Liam and Tommy, and they are 14 and 9. Um, so that's kind of what I surround my life around, which is the lads, Rob and work and food, obviously. Um, but that's kind of that that's the a bare gist of it. That's what. Um, for me, I, I'm obviously with you on 23 years as well. It'd be funny if we said something <laughs> different. Um, and I too have two boys as well, Liam and Tommy. What a coincidence as well. But I work, I did work for actually for the Chamber of Commerce for the last 10 years, but I've recently moved into uh, recruitment. So I'm a director of a recruitment company in Dublin as well. So new to me, but uh, similar enough in that it's all around, you know, being out there networking, using the connections that I have, a lot of public speaking as well. Um, hosting different events and emceeing different events as well. So, um, yeah, it's it, it probably helped since I lost the weight that I can do that with a little bit more confidence probably than I was four or five years ago. I'm sure, I'm sure. And it sounds like a very interesting job. I, I worked when I first started my career in recruitment for a couple of years, actually, as a consultant. Um, and I think it's come a long way since then. I was more on the sales side of things, but it sounds like it keeps you busy and uh, entertained as Absolutely, well. Absolutely, yeah. I think I think I have the least recruitment-like role in the history of the company. That it's it's mainly out there getting business, doing using the connections and that that I have a lot of as I say, a lot of network and that. But I don't do too much recruitment of any at all, really. So I just talk to people if they need recruitment. I connect them with the right people then in the company. Fair enough. Fantastic. Very good. And so onto your your life before losing weight. Now, I'm not sure how long ago did you actually decide to lose weight and how long has that 
success story been going for? Yeah, so we started, I mean, I suppose for, for years, like, you know, you're in and out of different diets. I mean, we I, like it wasn't that I was always overweight, but, you know, when we moved in together and, you know, you get your house and you don't have the, you know, your mother cooking for you anymore, you're, you're doing it all for yourself. I think weight starts to kind of creep on me then, um, kind of from early 2000s. So I suppose then 2016, we actually went away. So I was probably at my heaviest then 2016. So I was like 14 and a half stone and we went um, away. One of our friends across the road from where we live was getting married. So she invited the two of us to the wedding. Um, And I suppose that was the first time that we had gone away on our own after having the boys so um we were very excited and we had a great time and then as I always say maybe too much of a good time um so it was then when we came back from the the wedding in 2016 August 2016 the bank holiday to be precise was exactly when we um started our weight loss journey okay yeah. fantastic and so leading up to 2016 then we'll we'll, we'll talk about that a bit later mm-hmm. on in the show and and how you lost the weight and obviously how that's been a great impact on your life but but before then and from when you moved in together had you gained throughout that time a lot of weight or is it something that had happened gradually or you just became unhappy with your your current appearance or or felt unhealthy tell me more about what happened before you decided to lose weight yeah as i i would have been as a like as a child, I was never overweight. As a teenager, probably not so much. Then I stopped playing football. We moved house. I got epilepsy as a teenager. Thankfully, it's it's gone now and it's been gone a long time. But looking back, it was probably just an excuse, you know, that or I can eat whatever I want and odds the tablets that are putting on weight. And gradually, I suppose over ten, fifteen years, I just got up to a certain weight. I didn't really, like, I always knew it was kind of overweight, but it was never, I think it was as noticeable, you know, as it was when in 2016, when we look back on the photos and videos of that wedding, and I, I probably tipped 20 stone, and, and we just knew then something had to change. So for you, Rob, this was something, obviously, medication for epilepsy, whether or not it was truly impacting your weight gain or not, or whether, like you said, maybe it was a bit of an excuse. I guess that's something you wouldn't know, but it sounds as though when it got to that 2016, that's when it really, it reached ahead for, for both of you. And, and Yvonne, what about for yourself growing up and your, your yeah. like teenage, young adult? Yeah, for me, like a teenager, or as a young child and as a teenager, no, I definitely didn't. I wasn't anyway overweight. Um, and even when I met Rob first, I wasn't overweight at all. Um, I suppose like that, it was it definitely just started to gradually creep on when we moved into the house together. I suppose we can, you know, it was more around, obviously, our knowledge of food. I didn't really know how to cook, didn't really know what we were doing. So I would imagine we were getting a lot of takeaways. We were, you know, we weren't certainly weren't planning what we were eating or anything to that extent. And then um, we got married and had the two boys and I think it was after that like I think when I had Liam the eldest fella I I started to dip into looking into losing weight and looking into oh I think I'm gonna have to do something but but like that you do something for a couple of weeks you'd you'd see maybe you'd lose a few pounds or whatever and you'd say oh that's great but you'd sneak back into your old habits again and the weight would come back on again so when when we came back from the wedding then in 2016 I think our actual health 
just we didn't feel well. We didn't we knew we'd gotten to a point where we thought, no, we've got two young children. You know, we, we need to change like we need to be role models for them. And um, and it was just like one of those one of those kind of moments where we thought, right, this is the right time. And I know Rob had been trying to to do it before. And, um, you know, you think of every excuse under the sun not to go and not to do anything about it. But um, we were with my brother one time and and his wife and the two of them just said, look, at, do something. You know, obviously, you really, really want to do something and we'll support you. Um, and and we started then that weekend. We just didn't look back. And um, yeah, it was the best thing we ever did. I think linking it to the boys as well really helped to, to want to lose weight for them and having that why you'd be like of the reasons we wanted to lose weight were as much to do with them as anything else. So we wanted to be able to play with them without having to stop. I wanted to be able to bend down and tie their laces or couldn't even tie my own laces probably. Um, or, you know, getting on the ground and playing Lego with them, playing football with them. All the things when we look back that our parents were able to do with us, I was struggling to do. And I think that was getting to me as well. That And, and that sort of image that, like when I was over 20 stone, like when they were looking up to me, yes, you're still their dad. Yes, they're still loving you and they don't think of you any differently. But when you look back now and I see it, it is a bit scary looking back at some of the photographs and you think, why did nobody ever really say to me? Like nobody would ever approach me and say, you're terribly overweight or you're terribly this mm. or you need to do this. It was just, I suppose it gradually went on over the years and it was just who I was. Like that, you know, people didn't say to me, you know, oh, you need to lose weight or anything like that either. But like when we spoke about it with my brother and his wife at, the, at that time, they were doing like all these super fit challenges and they were, you know, super fit and everything and whatever. But when we were sitting with them, I think because we actually brought up the discussion first, they felt I suppose, right, well, here, here's our opening now. Here's here's a chance for us to get in and say, well, actually, you should do something, but we'll support you while you're doing it. And I think that was a big thing. Yeah. And it sounds like they did it the right way yeah. as well, like you said, rather than judging you for it to try and help yeah. you, which is, you know, what you probably needed as well. So so what was the next step for you guys? After you decided, okay, we're going to make a change and we want to lose some weight, what did you do next? We looked up local Slimming World. We had heard, Rob had heard of two guys um, who used to be at the Pats matches with him and things like that. And they had lost a lot of weight through Slimming World. So we were saying, maybe, maybe we'll give it a try or whatever. So we, we went up um, to our first group on the Tuesday evening close by us or whatever. We went up, we got the, we got my mom to come up and mind the lads. Uh, we didn't tell anybody that we were going except her because she had to come up and mind the boys. Um, so we kind of that took a little bit of pressure off us as well. We felt, look at, we'll see how it goes, and you know, you won't have people saying to you, "How are you getting on your diet?" and all this kind of thing. So, we said we didn't really tell anybody except her. Um, and we went up on the Tuesday. We attended the group, and we just thought, that's it. We were delighted, and we gave it a chance for a week. And I think you lost like half a stone or something in the first mm. week or something like that. And I think I lost four pounds. So we knew right, this is going to work for us. And we never missed a week like solid for 18 months, two years. Yeah. yeah. That's great. And and the fact that you saw those results in the first week and having each other as well, because one of the things that is quite daunting for a lot of people joining any kind of group is that first evening of walking yeah. in, not knowing people necessarily, not knowing where to sit, who to speak to. 
and and i guess for you both you had each other which was a, a big thing yeah yeah it was and and like we encourage people in, in any sort of group that they're in to actually hang around and stay around and like we we actually enjoyed the hour that we were up there we used to laugh and joke with Yvonne's mom saying like we're going out on our date night for the hour and a half that we'd be gone um but it actually was fun and it was like it definitely brought in my competitive streak that I probably didn't have on since I was, you know, a kid playing football. Um, but it, like you do, you actually want to do well for yourself, but for Yvonne, for the family, for even the group that you're in, like everybody wants you to do well. And I think that's important and, and giving tips and advice. And because Yvonne had set up the Instagram page and was putting up pictures of some of the food that we were eating, we were always that go-to couple then for, like what are you cooking this week? Give us some advice. Give us some inspiration on what we can do with like this stuff that we're at there buying in the shop. Um, like we enjoyed that as well. Then, like throughout the time that we were there, the amount of couples that we seen that would come and go, and you'd never see them again. They came for one week and left, and you know it was just kind of it was awful to see people coming in and, and not feeling comfortable and never coming back again because you knew how difficult it was as you say for that first time to walk through that door so the fact that we were welcomed you know um and actually our leader at the time was from Liverpool we used to have a, a great laugh with her and um like she was just so supportive and I think you know we took it lightly but at the same time we we kind of obviously bought into it we said no and, and what we used to say to ourselves was you know if anybody asks what were we doing we were saying this is a lifestyle change it's not a diet yeah. so we tried to tell ourselves it's not a diet this is going to be for the long run so we knew we we had made that decision to say well this is this is how it's going to be and and it, and it was you know hasn't changed and there was people there that that we could see you know from their history if you like of, of what they were after achieving like one of the girls had lost seven stone i think something like that and i remember jokingly saying to her i'm gonna lose seven stone as well and i can go from 20 stone to 13 stone in the end of the end i ended up losing seven and a half but when you go back to that first week never was, in our wildest dreams did you think we're going I to lose that I, even though i said it like i didn't really believe to a degree that it could happen but then actually you start believing that actually maybe it could and you see um people like that that were after losing weight like it makes sense then you're not reading in the magazine and questioning actually is that real is that really somebody that lost weight or you know does this actually work the the visibility was there like and she had before and after pictures she was still going she had lost the, the seven stone so it was really believable it was actually real life you could see that it could actually and did actually work um, and I think that helped as well that we could relate to that as well and even the couple of lads that I knew had lost four or five stone each as well so I knew like Jesus if somebody like those lads could do it so could I so I think from day one we knew it worked we just knew we had to put in the effort to make it work as well uh, and I think that's it you know I think it's the and I, the way you just described it as a life a lifestyle change as opposed to a diet mm. you're already by already just by saying that you're thinking about the future you're thinking about longer mm. term you're not just okay I'm going to do this to get this result and then not know what's going to happen yeah. next you're you're changing your life in a way that's something that's manageable something that you can enjoy but get this incredible benefit from while you yeah. do it and but one of the things interesting that you said as well is about when you see other people who have done it and it feels real yeah. because, and this is one of the things I hope to bring 
with this podcast as well, just by being a normal person, talking to normal people about their own experiences. There's no kind of like celebrity status or me trying to make things sensational. It's just having a conversation with people like yourselves mm. who have done something incredible just to show other people who are trying to lose weight that it is possible for normal people. You don't need to have any kind of special magic pills or anything like that. It's, it's really just like you said, putting in the effort yeah. and being consistent with that. I think when it, whenever you've found something that works for yeah. you. And it is, it's about doing the basics every day, consistently making sure that what wherever we're doing is sustainable. So that's why I always found, and I tried different diets over the years, and I probably lost 10 pounds on 10 different diets over the years, you know, but I put it back on and more because it was never sustainable. It was giving up carbs. It was giving up meat. It was giving up, you know, um, bread. It was giving up booze. It was giving up wherever, you know, when you go, but anytime it's like when you're a kid when you're told you can't have something you want them even more so we never really cut out much it was trying to cut down more of the stuff that we knew you know we needed to eat less of and eating more of the stuff we knew we needed to eat more of and it, and it just became part of our lives then that it is and still wherever we are at now six years later it's still sustainable it's still something that we do every day so we're not eating like tiny portions of chicken and broccoli every day that's not how we live and that's not how anybody should live but we are watching what we're eating but planning what we're eating but really enjoying what we're eating as well and that's really important mm. i think looking at your instagram account and the the food that you eat on a regular basis it definitely doesn't look like somebody who's on a diet no. <laughs> that's for sure because it, the food and i wanted to ask that like do you share the cooking is it something that one of you does yeah um, and yeah. i say i say yeah but just the funny story is I trained yeah. to be a chef and Yvonne trained to be a psychologist. Now I do more talking than Yvonne does more cooking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but like that, you know, I go back to when we moved in. I like I can't remember for years. I couldn't tell you what we ate because I don't ever remember cooking. Uh, Rob would have probably always done the cooking so we can blame him on the weight gain. <laughs> but um, but like, you know, I had to learn. I mean, I had to learn how to, to cook. We were given all these lovely recipes and all these lovely ideas about what to do. So so I literally had to start from scratch. Um, you know, I'd look at a recipe and I'd say, God, is it going to be easy? Is it going to be hard? Whatever. And I'd I'd just try. Um, and I think you kind of tried. Everything tastes nice. We realized the lads obviously were eating the same food as we were, which was fantastic. Um so it made life a little bit easier. But like people don't believe me when I say to them, you know, dinners, dinners don't take longer than half an hour for us. I no. mean, we both work full time. So, you know, by the time you come in, like it will be six o'clock before you're having dinner. But like it literally nothing will take longer than a half an hour. And we know what we're having. Like we plan the week ahead still and say six years later, we know what we're having each evening. We don't batch cook or do any prep beforehand but we know what we need in the fridge what we need to take out of the freezer what we need in the press and we know what we're having for the dinner and i think that can be a huge help as well because if you look if we look back on on previous years we might be coming in what's in the fridge oh, i don't know oh, what we have oh, i don't know let's just get a takeaway and before we knew it we had a big chinese takeaway mm -hmm. sitting in front of us and we were doing that too often you know because we weren't planning ahead where now I wouldn't even dream of getting a Chinese takeaway. I'd prefer Yvonne's, you know, chicken korma. Or... Yeah, or I'd be trying to think of something like we'd ask the lads, you know, get them involved in what they want to eat as well. So you have kind of, you know, you're constantly like one of them might say, oh, I'd, I'd 
like that I'd, I'd like a Chinese or I'd like a pizza or something and you know we'll try and make them at home and they mm. love that because they're getting involved as well and mm. you know um, they're making their own pizza you know both of them are picking what they want on their pizza so like you're you're as you say you're getting them involved but you're getting them you know to like the food and, and appreciate the food that they're eating and that we're eating as well because a lot of food waste as well and that's probably another podcast that you could do on as well but like it's 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 great to get them involved and even and we to, don't really waste that's the thing no. we don't have any food waste because we use everything and i think that's because we plan um you know and so. the only difference probably between our meals and the boys meals is we'd have a little bit more veg than they would mm. you know okay, so you same, adjust it you know if we have spaghetti bolognese we'll all have it we might have a big portion of green beans with it or whatever the one last one is a okay. green beans green beans were always my go-to veg <laughs> people used to call me the green bean man the rob or rob's veg or whatever because i'd have green beans with everything so it's easy and there's something that you used to eat a lot of but no and that's fair enough and the thing is as well i think for your for your two boys you are creating very very healthy habits mm-hmm. about cooking fresh food and this is another thing that you, you mentioned earlier rob that you you wanted to be healthier so you could just do the normal things with mm-hmm. them and i can completely relate to mm-hmm. that as a you know as a dad with two young boys it's very physical mm-hmm. you, you're constantly moving around and they, they, they have a lot of energy and they don't want to stop and so if you're unable to physically keep up with them, you do feel bad or feel like you're you're mm-hmm. not almost like you're you're missing part of their childhood. Yeah. And now as your boys are getting older, you're now teaching them really important values about cooking with fresh ingredients, about eating a varied diet, about eating healthily. Yeah. And and that's really good in terms of being role models and um, you know, congratulations on that, as well as the weight loss as well. They think they live in a, you know, in a in a, in a five star restaurant. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm going to stop right there and, and just turn to one of your posts because I, I love your your menu board for oh, the yeah. week that you put up. And for anyone who's listening who thinks that being on a diet is restrictive or you have to, you know, live off of what people call rabbit food or salad. <laughs> but the last one I saw, just for a, a small example for our listeners, Monday was cam- caramelized onion and goat's cheese quiche. Mm-hmm. Tuesday was braised chicken and chorizo rice. Wednesday was pasta Caesar salad. Mm. Homemade lasagna on Thursday. Mac and cheese on Friday. Aromatic ducks summer rolls. And then harissa lamb and butternut squash curry. I mean, that sounds like a restaurant. <laughs> we go there. Where's, the, where's that restaurant? We go there next week. It is, and that, you know, that was just one I looked at and I was just like, wow, that's, that's really good. So there's a lot of varied food yeah. there, but. Just, it all sounds amazing. And so I can imagine why when you plan that at the beginning of the week, you, you probably find yourself looking forward to mealtime because it, they're interesting foods. It's, it's stuff that's got flavor and it's healthy as well. well that, that's one thing that Rob yeah. always used to say, you know, if, if it doesn't excite you on Sunday when you're writing it down on the board, it's not going to excite you on the day that it comes around either. So, you know, we always try to... We sit down and probably make a list of maybe 10, 10 yeah. to 12 meals. And we'll pick them the seven that we want. We'll get the boys involved and get them to pick maybe one or two that they definitely like out of the 10 or 12. And we try and, you know, have that variety. I think we went, when we go 40 days one one time, we're having different meals um, every day. Every day. Even though Liam would tell us, spaghetti bolognese, we always have spaghetti bolognese. Lasagna, we always have lasagna. We probably have it once a month, but he just likes mm-hmm. saying that like it just he, he pretends that he's having it all the time but we don't we try to have that variety as much as we can and yet we might have two or three pasta dishes or two or three rice dishes or two or three 
potato dishes. Obviously, being Irish, we have plenty of spuds in, in different ways. We know loads of ways of, of doing them and actually loads of ways of doing them healthy as well. Yeah. Like we would have homemade chips where you parboil them, spray them with a bit of fry light and put them in the oven for half an hour. And to us, you know, to me now, you know, they're the way I like my chips now. You know, if, if I had chips from somewhere, somewhere else, they just taste greasy or I don't particularly like them. Um, so, yeah, we, we have that variety all the time. And this is all part of the lifestyle change that you've created for yourselves, as you mentioned at the beginning, instead of it just being like a diet, you know, if you can, you, you even enjoy your chips. So, Rob, so you lost seven and a half stone. Yep. In total, wow! That's and Yvonne, can I ask how much did you lose? Five and a half. You've lost five and a half. It's it's absolutely incredible, really. And you both look absolutely fantastic for it as well. And um, I, I really think that people should go onto your Instagram account, have a look at the food, because I think not only do you offer you know good advice, and you've come on the show today and, and spoken openly about your your success story, but I think the thing that rings out at me the most is definitely the food and your menus and the way of eating that you've got, because quite honestly I've I find it inspiring myself and just what you said there about getting the boys involved and going through you know one evening and picking all the menu for Mm -hmm. the week this is something that I'm going to try with my family because I I really think it's a great idea and once you have those healthy recipes in place and you know quite honestly I love spag bowl so I probably will have it once a week I've often heard people I work with or even you know people we're friends with and they'll say oh god the thoughts of having to do dinner now and oh, what am I going to do and all this kind of thing and they laugh at me and they say why are you so excited about your meals every day they say to me the, the next day oh, I know what you have I, I know you know what you're having tomorrow so what are you having so it becomes a bit of a joke but 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 with the lads I think um I think by them kind of sitting down and having meals with us, yes, they might be smaller or whatever, but we're all having the same thing. Mm. I think that's that's a huge thing. And it's not complicated cooking. I think people overcomplicate it. And I think there probably needs to be more done on the education of cooking, especially for certain people um, that, that aren't feeding their kids correctly. You know, you just need, you know, a little bit of prep time, a little bit of, you know, planning time looking through a few cookbooks, but it doesn't have to be. Nowadays, there's so many different ways to look at recipes, whether it's on YouTube or whether you're Googling it, whether you're watching videos or reading books. And I think we still like looking through recipe books, but we know what, we know what we're doing only because we keep doing it all the time. It's, it's practicing all the time. And look, I've tried things that haven't worked before. Yeah. I mean, I always go back to, I, I seen, I think, Jermaine Pennant or something, um, making a, a cauliflower mac and cheese. And I tried it one night and the lads nearly <laughs> threw it at me. And I haven't made it since. And I don't really blame them for nearly throwing it at me either. But it, like, so there are times where, you know, there's trial and error. And if it yeah. doesn't work, it doesn't work, you know. But the majority of times, you know, the, the lads like the food, we like the food and we'll have it again. But yeah, there are the, on the, the rare occasions if we don't like it, we won't try and do it again. But it, it's it's trying, and that, and that's that's what people have to do. I think, as I say, people try and make it more complicated than it actually is. I mean, some of our favorite go to dishes might be just throwing everything in the wok and stir frying it up and having you know a little bit of seasoning and sauces on them, and um, that are you know half decent and they're not out of a jar or such, and and it's perfect like. Yeah, yeah, and this is something because I've this year for me I've been calorie counting and trying to eat as many vegetables and chicken as, as different ways as possible mm-hmm. without it getting boring. And so, like you said, often, quite often, I'll just 
throw different spices into a into a wok or a pan and chop it all up, put it in together and and eat it. But air um, fryers are great as well for chicken. Mm-hmm. Yvonne loves doing chicken in air fryers as well. Check out some of the Dorito I, chicken recipes that he bundles on 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 Instagram as well. So the air fryer can be our best friend as well. And it's something we don't currently have one of. And um, it, my birthday's coming up. I've I've even gone as far to ask him for an air fryer for my birthday because. <laughs> I know that's when you know you're getting older. What I want to ask is, first of all, you're happy for me to share your account on Instagram um, with our listeners. Yeah. Excellent. And so it's it's Rob and Yvonne. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes so people can click on that and come and visit you and have a look at your delicious food. But one question I wanted to ask, I've, I've two more questions actually before yep. we wrap up the episode, if that's okay. And first of all is how has losing the weight impacted and continue to impact your life in a positive way? Well, I mean, I never in my wildest dreams did I think I'd be so excited about kind of clothes and different things. That was a big thing for me, um, you know, being able to buy clothes and feel good about them, about yourself in them. Um, and I think you, you do have that little bit more confidence, you know, if you feel good, you know, and within yourself, I think that kind of, you know, it, it carries it carries you as well, like I do different presentations as well and I, I I often think to myself god I don't think I would have been able to get up to do this now had I had, had all that weight on me it definitely would knock your confidence sometimes you know mm. although I was always you know confident enough to get up but it's just that that feeling in your inner self kind of telling yourself whether you're happy or not and I, I think that's a huge thing um for me I think confidence is, is a big thing I think the health side but is, is is really important as well like I don't think you know, in the, since the last six years, I don't think I've ever really taken a painkiller tablet, a, you know, a Rene uh, indigestion, indigestion tablet yeah. or anything like that that I was probably having too many of. So definitely for a health reason, I think the being that role model for the boys is really, and that does an awful lot for you, but I think it also does an awful lot for them where they're looking up and they are actually proud of you. And I remember mm-hmm. Liam saying it, you know, probably four years ago or so when he was only 10, that he actually was really proud of us. And I think it's it's something that I'll always remember. Um, and it does make you continue to want to stay on the journey and and, and continue to eat healthy and, and live a healthier lifestyle and do all the things that you want to be able to do. We do a lot of traveling now. Yeah, we decided, like, you know, kind of to treat ourselves, we used to say, you know, if, if I lost a stone or if I lost, you know, mm. we, we set little goals and kind of, they were always something for ourselves. So we started to go away with the lads. Like if we, if we lost a stone, we'd, we'd do something with them, do something special. And like the amount of like, you know, kind of adventurous holidays that we've been on that I don't think I, I, I ever would have, have done. It would have been like previously when, when we'd gone away, it would have been just food and drink. But like, obviously we, we gave up alcohol as well. So that was that was a big thing for us. Um, and it was never that we drank too much. It was more... Well, again, leading back to the boys and you're on the sideline of a football pitch or a Saturday or a Sunday, I think the food that you would eat before alcohol, during drinking alcohol, definitely the day after, um, that was probably more bad for us than the actual drink itself. So just to eliminate that happening, we decided just to cut down first on the alcohol and then really just cut it out. And like, it's not something that we miss. It's not something that, I mean, we were in Munich earlier on in the year where we were in the beer houses and you'd have a few alcohol-free beers 
And I like the taste of beer and you were great to have. Like, and I meant it, that the lads were with us as well. So, you know, you can do things like that. Um, and again, it's leading by example to the to the kids as well. You don't, I mean, as, as we said at the start, we're 23 years together. We've probably done 13, 10, 13 of those years, 10 or 12 or whatever, where we were, you know, drinking and partying and going out. And that changed then when, when Neem came along. Um, so it's not like something that we missed or something that we didn't do. We had all the, you know, the party holidays, the nights out and everything. And we're just at a different stage in our life. So mm-hmm. um, we did give Even up. Even like, you know, just thinking of when we went on holidays and we had to get in like wetsuits and things like that. Yeah. Like there's not a hope in hell we would have been able to do that, like with all the weight on us. Like, so to be able to do things like that and, you know, kind of be involved with the lads, um, has been amazing. Like, it's been the best thing ever. And I think giving up alcohol definitely helped. But the one thing that we gave up that really helped was excuses. And it's it's always something that I say to people. And a lot of people ask me now. I think men are getting better at approaching it. And we're talking about me. Nobody saying anything to me when I was overweight. I do get men coming over to me now, recognising me as that guy that lost weight and asking for the help as well, which I think is brilliant. But I always say to them, the one thing that you have to give up is excuses. So don't be that person that I was saying, oh, it's the tablets, oh, it's because of this, because of that. You know, give up the excuses and and, and take action. That's great. And that, that, that was my other question, was like, what advice would you give? And I think that's absolutely perfect what you've just summed up there because first of all, I'll go back to what you're saying about, you know, the things you can do now, being with your kids, having given up drinking alcohol as well, is I think you discover a different type of enjoyment for life when you stop drinking, because don't get me wrong. You can, like you said, you can go out, have drinks, enjoy it. And and it does lead to poor choice and Mm. and decision-making just because, you know, from a hangover, just because you're out convenience, Mm. all of that stuff. And and that, you know, it's not something we, we all majority of us live through and, and have done, but then when you discover that different type of enjoyment, but, is without alcohol, you feel a lot better. You know, you don't have to worry about waking up in the morning with a headache. You don't have to worry about, you know, how are you going to be with the kids or if you can take the kids in a certain place or not, because you think as a family, as opposed to just a couple of adults wanting to go out on the beers and then you've got to take your kids along with you or anything like that. So I think as parents, it's a really, really good way of doing things. Um, I think we, we always ask the question, like, what do you want more? Do you want that clear head the next day that you can go off and do something, especially on holidays? And we would have had those holidays, even with the boys when they were younger, where you were drinking. And then the next day, you just didn't want to do anything. Where like this year, we've been in Germany, we've been in New York, we've been in Boston, we're in London in a couple of weeks as well. You know, we were in France and you're, you're just having different holidays. You, you're like, you don't want that glass of wine you want that clear head and that sort of no this is what we're doing tomorrow and go off and do it where when you are drinking those plans can change because one of us is not feeling well or you drank too much the night before or wherever it might have been where now look as you said the holidays are an awful lot better you know they're more adventurous and that's not to say we're climbing mountains or hiking or anything like that it just means that we can go off and enjoy wherever we are and it could be just walking around the city or doing some sightseeing or going on a cycle or, you know, whatever it is, it, it's going to the beach. It's never anything too mad or too adventurous, but they, they're more adventurous than dying by the pool. or mm, Exactly you know. that. And, and your, your priorities have shifted in terms yeah. of what makes a good holiday for you. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's, you know, really respectable and, 
Um, it's been an absolute pleasure listening to, to both of you and, and talking and, and thank you for spending the time with me today. I, I would like to, obviously, this is my first couple weight loss warrior. So <laughs> you're, you're both now weight loss warriors, obviously, as part of this, <laughs> but obviously our first married couple of weight loss warriors. So thank you so much. And, thank you. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. And um, like I said, I'll put your Instagram details in the show notes so people can click on that and come and follow you and say hello. And mm-hmm. uh, I look forward to seeing what else you have on your menu for next week. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure you do. Take care of yourselves, guys. And thanks so much for being thanks with us today. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new weight loss warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.